Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Transformation Gold Podcast. I'm your hostess, your coach, Nicole DeVincentis, a.k.a. Frigachick911. All I can say is, holy crap, what a whirlwind of events have gone on inside of my head (laughs) the past few days. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you before, but have you ever reached a stall a stall in your productivity, a stall in your creativity, a stall in your zest for your project or the path of your life. Have you ever reached that point where you're just like, ugh, (laughs) and at the same time you're tired and at the same time, no matter how you try to like press forward, it's almost like your body is rejecting it. Has that ever happened to you before? Like, I just, like, uh, that totally happened to me. And it's not uncommon. And I wanted to do a podcast, but I needed to wait until I was refreshed and in a better place so I could bring to you the strength behind it. Um, I don't like to do a lot of external communications when I'm doing internal work. And anytime for me, I find that I reach those places of stalled productivity, stalled creativity, and then I really, this sounds so terrible, but I just become very like inwardly focused. I don't feel like inspiring anybody. I don't feel like, like I like to coach my clients and that's as far as I want to take anything. I don't want to market. I don't want to prospect. I don't want to, like, I don't, I don't want to go beyond like my own little tiny little neighborhood there. And it's, that's not how I like to be. And so when I reach that point, I always have, I have a system in place and it's a, it's a, I put it as a system because it's a system that I teach and I coach my coaches about on how to navigate these times when they're reaching stalls. Because there's always a few things that you do have to take proper triage of. One of which is just related to your being a person, like your physiology. Like, are you sleeping? Are you nourishing yourself correctly? Are you exercising? Okay, so just like those basic things. When was the last time you had a hug? Those things, I call it the anchor leg checklist if you would when was the last time you had your conversation with God or when was the last conversation with God and so I put those into place so that is you're going through okay now I see what the heck is wrong oh it's been seven hours since I've eaten and anybody who coaches with me let's say on a nutritional or workout front we really don't practice as a as a normal habit things like intermittent fasting Because I, the way that I coach, I actually train my people's metabolisms to be able to go faster with the addition of food. And I know some of my clients have had some success on their own with intermittent fasting, but that's like, that's not in my whole like eating for energy plan, if you would. So we always like default to food. Like, is it time for you to eat? Are you behind on your water? All right, so we look at all those different things, but sometimes what happens is the problem or your situation, it, it is not solved by the anchor leg checklist, okay? And it's been my experience that when that happens, 
there's something internal which needs attention. And it could be anything from basic needs, okay? Basic in terms of like food, clothing, and shelter, all right? It could be relationship issue. Or it could be like you're getting ready to birth a new idea or God is tapping you on the shoulder and (laughs) you are choosing to ignore him or like it could be any number of things like there's a lot there's some sort of personal work internal work which you which you have to do and during those times I always recommend like you just get back to basics okay don't try to fight it you are where you are sometimes taking a break from social media is actually a really 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 strong and quick and effective tool to filter out distractions and to quiet your mind because answers when you reach those points answers always come when you're quiet they don't come at least for for myself they never come by trying to like force myself through this thing that's my cue like whenever I hit that then I know that I have to be quiet and there's I always pray for a sign and I, I always know what the answers are, but I'm always trying to like, okay, give me a sign if I'm just like being a wuss here. Like, am I supposed to just like be working more? Is that really what I'm supposed to be doing here? I know that I'm building this company and, you know, we, we assist people in remodeling their life and not like burning themselves out. We assist people in achieving like peace you know, peace inside and then, you know, peace in their environment and a peaceful life. And that doesn't just mean like in exclusion of finances, like we have financial peace, we've got relationship peace, like all that stuff. And so I was at the gym yesterday and had really, I had backed off of social media. I had just, I had, again, only tended to like the absolute needs of a business, but not had, you know, didn't do any sort of prospecting or anything like that and just got super, super quiet. And I looked up and one of my most favorite prep coaches in the whole entire world, his name is Jim Swanson. And for real, like he not only like shaped my physique into like craziness and it was the only show that I ever won was when I trained with him. But the reason why I love Jimmy so much is that he is the very first coach that I had who taught me mindset training. And Jim's totally chill. Like when I prep with him, it's not phrenic. Like everything was just like totally absolute chill all the time. And we got my metabolism like cranking so incredibly fast. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. But um, I see him still from time to time. And so he walked into the gym and he had this t-shirt on and it said, slow down. And I was like, all right, there is my sign, like double whammy from my coach who has always taught me, you know, rather than, you know, trying to be frantic fast forward all the time, Nick, slow it down and work more uh, effectively, work smarter, not necessarily harder all the time. So that's what I did. So I just kind of like strolled about my day and me like I like to I like to be active I like to do a lot of stuff and while I'm doing the stuff I have this tremendous ability to also be very present while I'm doing it so you know I'm a very very high level producer in a lot of different areas but sometimes things get out of whack 
and I'm no different than anybody else. I need to self-triage. I triage my position. I need to course correct. Like you, life is a thing, right? So you're always like growing and adapting and, and all these things. So I just decided, okay, um, we're just going to chill and we're just going to be quiet right now. And I decided to dampen down or turn down the juice on some of my productivity and go to my part-time job and just, you know, do, do the job well, but not, you know, superstar anything and just let myself just kind of like chill and, you know, went to sleep and just carved out quiet time. That's how I found I get the answers is when I'm quiet. The answers never come to me. That peaceful, like assurance, it never comes to me when I am like a freak and I'm trying to, you know, plan 10 years into the future and I'm going back and forth and you know, your mind is, you know, making these mental leaps, all these different places. You just, you have to be quiet. And I forget that sometimes because there's so much uncertainty in my life right now, which is self-chosen, but by the same token, there's still, there's still a good amount of peace and harmony. I hope this is making sense inside of me that despite that variability, I still have that strength and that ability to recognize like Houston, we have a problem. Does that make sense? I think that's what I'm trying to get at here is when you're sensing that there's something wrong, like it, it's your intuition, it's your instinct that you have to pay attention to it. And it's not so much becoming cerebral and trying to like hyper analyze the situation. It's paying attention to your intuition and paying attention to your instinct and just paying attention to what you know the issue or the issues are or the things that are brewing up inside of you despite what other people are trying to tell you that they are. Does that make sense? And when you are doing massive amounts of personal growth and personal growth usually precedes external growth after a certain point in time, especially if you are paving your own, if you're paving your own way. Okay. And it just becomes a point like you're learning how to, you know, filter out excess noise and you're learning how to you know, walk solidly in your path and you're learning how to set new targets and projections for yourself. And sometimes you're walking on a path which is not necessarily a carved, you know, or cleanly shoveled place where other people have gone if you're if you're doing your own thing. And this could apply to anything. This could apply to how you are changing how you manage finances. This could be like a huge thing, like you're, you're attempting to break generational curses, you know, which have affected your family for, you know, generations and generations. This could just be, you know, how you decide to manage your health and fitness, like something that's very, very simple, something that, you know, is, is proven ways on how to do it your point of application. It's oftentimes when you're doing things which are different than how everybody else does them, you're going to get a lot of people, even people who are close to you, who are going to try to keep you where you are and are trying to resist change 
And it's not because they're terrible people. It's just, let's face it, change is not always welcomed with open arms and fanfare. Okay, even those of us who are, I consider myself to be a change agent, 100%. And anybody who knows me, I'm all about that. You know, I'm about creating cases for actions. I'm cre- I'm all about, I will say hands down, like strong sales presentations and getting whoever I'm presenting to, their enrollment in what it is that I'm doing, the registration in participation, whatever this is, even if this is not business related, I know that these are my strengths and I am 100% a change agent. But sometimes, even as a change agent, there's changes that you have to make that are very scary and you don't you don't want to do them because they are really not what you had set out to do and I'm going to tell you hands down that is something that I realized this week is the point where I'm at and this is nothing bad this is nothing bad this is actually beautiful it, it's 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 awesome but I'm going to preface this, and this may be an advanced, and it, for my advanced coaches on this podcast, oftentimes, I believe, when you are far along on your faith journey, knowingly, okay, this is when you're able to have very clear conversations with God, and, and for me, I know that I have, I have goals, but for me at this point in time, I feel with 100% of my heart that I was put on this earth not just to achieve my goals. I honest to God know that I'm here for different reason and I don't always know what the reason is and it causes a lot of vagueness and uncertainty in how I navigate my life. And a lot of the choices that I have made are very, very, very much off the grid. And, you know, I will own the fact that a lot of choices, you know, that you have to pay consequences for the choices that you make. But underlying that, I I look back at how, you know, some of the rough times and rough things that have come about from certain choices that I have made, I still have always had the hand of God on me. And it's only because of that that I'm so certain that there is something that I'm being moved towards that I still haven't been able to 100% put into words because it hasn't 100% been revealed to me yet. It's only like bits and pieces when God pulls back the curtain, he shows you what the next thing is for you to do. And then you step into that And when you do that with full force, then he's again positioning you to take on something else and then he pulls back another curtain, if you will. Like the process of revelation, it happens in layers. It's like peeling back layers of the onion. And for me, I know that God is getting ready to either reveal something to me and this, I mean, it could be good and it could be places where I am totally effing up in. I mean, it's this, it could go either way. Revelations are neutral, right? They just show you one way or the other. But I know that God is getting ready to move me when I have a series of symptoms, if you would. Um, one of which is the fact that what I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, when you reach those stalls in productivity, 
creativity, um, just your overall kind of like zeal and zest um, for anything. Just not because you're depressed and you, you know, you don't feel like living anymore, but just like you lose your, your passion and, and your zeal and your almost like the focus goes away. It's the weird, I don't know how else to describe it. And so I have the anchor list, the anchor like checklist there to go through, you know, help everybody quick triage, you know, oh gosh, I just needed to eat, blah, blah, blah. But for me, when the situation, these symptoms, if you would exceed or are not resolved by the anchor leg checklist, I know that God is getting ready to move me. Whether that means geographically, whether that means he's getting ready to reveal something new to me, or whether, you know, he's getting ready to deliver some sort of a message for me, I go through the same thing all the time. And you better believe that now I listen to those gentle taps on the shoulders. It's just when you're going through those periods and what day is this? Today is Friday um, that we're recording this podcast. So I think it was like Monday or something. It was Sunday or Monday, whatever day. It was a few days ago. I don't even know what the heck. Uh, Unimportant detail. But when I reach those points where not even prayer is able to calm or chill or quiet, quiet, that's the word I want, quiet my mind, where I'm just very, very restless, that it's either a creative burst, which is about to come through, or usually more specifically, it's God is showing me the next step to take. And all I can say is that faith is so freaking cool because, (laughs) you know, it only makes sense in hindsight and you're like, wow, yeah, (laughs) but when it's you and it's like, okay, uh, I don't even see where the next step, is that a step down there? Are you sure that's not a black hole? Because right now I feel like I'm getting ready to like, you know, fall down there or I'm getting ready to like drive into the side of a mountain that when you are that solid and like God pulls your number and he, he continues to wake you up every single day. And you're like, okay, I know that I'm here for a reason. And you, you have this greater sense of anticipation of something is coming. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it hope per se, um, because with this sense of anticipation, it's almost like you never know if or when it's ever going to come. And so I don't personally like to anchor myself into hope because sometimes I feel like hope is just like delayed disappointment because it goes back to like being attached to something rather than committed to a goal. So I try not to use the word hope even, but maybe anticipation is a better word that like you don't know what is next and again it's revelation it could be something positive it could be something you know a place where you're totally screwing up but what happened this week was I reached that point of I I told you just like restlessness and I made an effort that okay I really I don't have an inner circle Like, I don't have people that I share my inner workings with. And it has really been, and before anybody is like, but, 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 if my friends are on this podcast, I I want you and my family, I know that you love me. And I always have known that I've had people who love me. 
the places where this is my personal view the places where I have gone whether this is professionally this has to do with contest prep for for bodybuilding you know places where I've come from growing up you know as a child and the responsibilities that were there like everything along the way I have become the go-to person. And I know that I've mentioned that before on this podcast, where I call myself either the transition queen, (laughs) that people come to me when they're at a point of major, major transition, and or I'm the help that the help calls when the help needs help. Like I am the person that when the holy shit hits the fan, I'm the person that people and I'm talking grown men and grown women and people of great influence and affluence, I'm the one that they call. And it's not so much that leadership is lonely. It's the fact that I've never met my counter. Does that make sense? Um, I would say that I have one girlfriend, um, who I would say most likely is the strong enough counter for me. Um, But I don't get to see her. And now she lives out of state that still I've never had that, that person. So for me, it's very important for me to stay very connected with God because I've made it a habit of rather than sitting and saying, oh gosh, I, you know, I don't have anybody to talk to or this or that or blah, 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 blah. And I go to him. Like I, I don't go the human route. If you would, I go to God with everything. Like I started doing that when I was teaching. And if I was having a bad time in the class or, you know, people were being what I felt was being disrespectful like I started just turning things over to God very very early on and it has always infused me with strength and with a great amount of peace so I made that a habit and it over the years has completely like it's increased exponentially and as you know and I've taught you before you attract what you are not what you want and so you can always gauge like your level of growth based on the caliber of individuals that you attract into your into your reality. And so for me, as I started farther along the, the personal development track and then ultimately a higher track with my faith, I attract fewer people who, you know, come to know me um, deep inside, but they're they're wonderful people like I no longer I don't put myself in environments where I first of all I'm not around those individuals anymore it's almost it's like a, a shoe that just doesn't fit anymore I've tried countless times to put myself back in places where I'm dealing with this is going to sound so terrible with people who are just wrestling with basic things of of humanity if you would and not just when it like not just like sickness and and health I'm talking about just how they are as people and I I do not want to be in those areas of high conflict anymore 
I don't want to, you know, live in a neighborhood where, and trust me, I believe that, you know, there's danger everywhere that you go, but when you put yourself in certain neighborhoods, the likelihood of danger increases. Does that make sense? And so strategically have and intentionally pulled myself away from there and put myself closer to the individuals or the places, whether this is neighborhoods or workplaces or wherever, where we have a higher level of respect and a higher level of listening and a higher level of understanding. And I would also say a higher level of action rather than just, you know, being thinkers all the time. And um, there was a project that I was working on I I can't remember if it was last summer or the summer before. Um, Let me backtrack a second here. So earlier this week, again, I had those symptoms. So what I did was I don't have somebody that I normally would pick up the phone and call and say, all right, this is what's happening. That I, again, I go internal and this was something that was different. And I knew that whatever this thing was that I was wrestling with, and trust me, I know it sounds so weird, but the more you do this, the more you're going to be able to interpret like what the right thing to do is. And I knew that I needed to have some prayer warriors just praying some life over my situation. And so what I did was I simply just reached out to a couple of people on Instagram. I follow some very, very powerful, both men and women in in God's world, if you would, <laughs> and some of which, you know, they're ministers, they're, they're pastors, they're, they're authors, they're poets, um, they're preachers. They just, you know, they speak life over people. And I make sure that I stay, you know, close with them because it's very easy to get pulled, especially if you're on social media or if you're, if you're operating in like a fitness world, you can get pulled, you know, away from, from that source so easily. And so all I did was I just reached out to a couple of these ladies and simply asked them to just, you know, pray for me. And one of them, she responded so fast. Like she just like bounced her little self into my DMs like immediately. And she's one of like like the most beautiful, beautiful women. And we're going to get her on this podcast. I'm so excited for (laughs) when you get to hear from her. She's just She's one of the most encouraging and positive women, and uh, she does a lot with relationships, and uh, we'll be getting her on this podcast real soon, but I asked her specifically to, to speak life, you know, to pray over my situation, and when you have people who are your prayer warriors and they start praying for you, in those times where you find it hard to pray yourself, that prayer changes things and you will start to become quieter all right and you will start to slow down a little bit and you will then see the signs like I saw Jimmy's t-shirt it says slow down okay and so now I'm, I'm very confident that you know God's moving me in a different way and so all that to say that um I was I had started coaching Um, women initially uh, many many years ago on the nutritional front and I left women because I couldn't take it (laughs) I couldn't take the whining and I couldn't take the gossip and I couldn't take the um, that kind of cattiness and the 
it, it was just like only one woman could be good at a time sort of a thing. Does that make sense? And I just like there was excuses for why they couldn't do certain things. And the, it was just like they didn't ever stop talking. And I know I say they and I'm a woman, but I, I for me, I've it's always been easier for me to have friends who are guys than friends who are women. And that's just how I've been made. And at the same time, I don't like to not be around women because I love being a woman. It's just that I haven't been around all of the right women all of the time. Does that make sense? And so I started a project, maybe maybe it was two summers ago, I don't know, but I, I called it Women of Strength. And I was leery and not Leary would be an understatement to even go forth with it because I'm just going to say this, like, you know, me to be a very clear coach and I know that it's going to make some people pretty angry, but this is, this is what I found. I found women to be very noncommittal. I found that women were not willing to look outside of their current situations. They were caught up in their families, not willing to be change agents. They talked a good game, but never followed through with the action. And anybody who knows me knows that I'm not about that at all. And so it, that was like a culture clash, if you would. So anyway, I, women of strength, it comes from my taking note of the direction that women are moving. And again, I am all about (laughs) women empowerment. My angle on it, if you would, is that I don't like the word alpha woman or the, the description surrounding alpha woman, because I also firmly believe in, I know this is going to just like make some people's heads just like freaking spin off their shoulders. I do believe in a traditional like male female relationship. I totally do. I, I believe that the male is the one that should be courting the woman. You know, I believe in cooperation and, and teamwork and, you know, sometimes you're stronger when he is weak. Like I get all that stuff. But what I don't believe in is usurping a male, a man's masculinity and having to be right all of the time and being angry and needing to be the boss and operating, operating from a place of anger and pride. How about that? That's probably the, the root of it. And I didn't want my nieces to get sucked up into that. And I didn't want the nursing profession to get sucked up into that. And I didn't want just women in general to get sucked up into that. And so for me, it was a a situation of like, all right, well, how do we empower women and, you know, assist them through making change for the positive and you know, there's all these women, they're so like non-committal, And then I have all these other women over there. Like they can't go five seconds without talking about somebody. Like the whole idea of women of strength was nice, but I have to admit, like, I felt as though it made me very weak in that, um, it was in order for me to step into that role, I have to almost like turn off uh, the, dr- the drive part of me 
and just like let my estrogen take over. But when I spend too long in that world, like, man, I just get freaking tired. Like I can't take it. And so I just covered it. I was just like, you know what? I, I'm just going to have to try to figure out how to do this myself, but there's no way I'm going to be able to do this as a full-time thing at, at all. And that's what this is getting back to. And so the past couple days, you know, I, and definitely yesterday, I made sure that I was super, super quiet. And when I woke up this morning, I, you know, I haven't flipped on social media, like at the immediate beginning of my day for some period of time, just because I, I protect the, the first couple um, hours of my day. And I just was super, super quiet. And I just sat with my cup of coffee. I made sure that my meals were all prepped. So I wasn't having to cook in the morning and, and deal with dishes or anything like that. And I was thinking to myself, all right, should I go and get a job? Everybody hates their job. So this is like the thoughts that I was thinking, you know, everybody hates their job. And should I just go get like a job where I don't have to be a change agent, where I can just do a task? I don't have to be exceptionally smart at this. Let's just, you know, be kind of like a cog in the wheel type of a thing. And now I'll just do that. I'll operate on a 24 month timeline and that's what I'm going to do. And I thought about it and I went and I, I did some laundry and uh, I was waiting for the the dryer to finish and I, I pulled out my phone and I logged into LinkedIn and it was talking about how these nurses were not making enough money, they're majorly in debt, they're taking on second jobs or whatever. And I'm thinking, well, this is like totally old news. And I read this article and here this whole entire time, I thought that I was like the exception to the rule as to how, you know, nurses were like, we work a bazillion hours, we're flip-flopping days and nights, we're trying to make more money, this, that, and the other. And it suddenly occurred to me that everything that I had done with women of strength was going to solve some of the problems which were in this LinkedIn article. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm still not going to do that because it's like, I am not, I, I don't feel like being a change agent anymore. Like I literally just want to, you know, go to work. I just want to get paid. I don't want to have to, you know, build cases for action. I don't want to have to you know, teach anybody who wants to resist me. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. I just, you know, just put me in an office somewhere and just give me paperwork. Like, <laughs> that's the point that I got to. And I just stayed quiet with it. And I don't know what happened. Like, the, throughout this day, just I stayed quiet. I didn't have the radio on at all. I, you know, again, didn't podcast. I didn't, you know, post anything up on social media and... I swear to God, it was like a word it, or a sentence that just like, instead of, you know, my bio reading, I develop leaders, what is it that I do? I develop women of strength. And I was, I was looking back at particularly the women that I have coached. And again, I, I have gifts to, to coach and train both men and women. I know that I'm an excellent communicator, especially when it comes to men. I'm gifted and I'm highly skilled at that. But sometimes God moves you in a different direction. And one of my attachments, if you would, 
as the coach has been, you know, I have how many years of involvement in a predominantly male uh, or a male dominated industry, which was fire and, and EMS. And I've coached those individuals. I have a highly developed network inside of there, but I've really been cataloging like, all right, let's, let's pull back here. Cause you know that my mind is always thinking if I continue to go in this direction, am I moving closer to or farther away from my goals as being a mom or a wife? And on the one hand, I'm like, well, definitely towards being a mom, because I know that I have this network and you need a network to grow your business. Like I'm thinking about all kinds of stuff all the time, because at the end of the day, like I still want to have a family, but the math doesn't make sense right now. <laughs> and if you, I mean, honest to God, I'm totally 100% a startup. I, I live in very like meager conditions right now. And I, I own that fully. Um, but if I, if I don't take that, like that's the route for me to be on, like it, it makes total 100% sense. But in the bigger scheme of things is that when I choose that route, and I go back to like just strictly coaching men, it actually acts as it becomes rather quite a deterrent to the men that I'm dating. And I can see why. And I, you know, people can roll their eyes and say, you know, like there's such a thing as platonic relationships or whatever, but I know that it's a reality. And when I'm in doubt, then I look back to the Bible and what does the Bible say? The Bible says that women aren't supposed to be teaching men. It's in there somewhere. I don't know where. That's what I learned in one of my teachings a long time ago. I think it was from Pastor Ford. And so for me, it's been that bouncing back and forth of do I quit coaching men even though I'm excellent at it? And I know that I help and assist a lot of guys, you know, whether this we're talking organizational leadership, whether this is transformational life coaching, whether this is just straight up health and fitness because they're moving on to something else. Like I know that I have served in that population really, really well, but sometimes God moves you in a different direction and he's asking you to put down literally every single tool that you have and he's moving you to a brand new place. And again, it could be geographically, it could just be like uh, figurative, right? He's, he's moving you in a different direction. And it, it has become very clear to me that he, he's moving me exclusively in the direction of coaching women as opposed to men and women or a higher amount of men than, than women. <clears throat> And I'll tell you, like it is, I have been wrestling with it for just a number of days and I, I feel very peaceful about making that decision. And I have, the funny thing is that I have made this decision in the past, only I got nervous and the thought to myself, okay, when you're building a business, like you need a network, like this is going to make sense if I continue building out in this direction. And I was listening to the radio today. Like all this shit seriously has happened within the past. This is probably like what, 48, 72 hours here where, you know, it's me like, Hey God, can you send me a sign? And then he sends a sign and I'm like, did you really mean that? And then <laughs> like, 
God sends another sign and I'm like, oh, okay. So I flip on the radio and um, again, when I go into these, these transition and revelation periods, if you would, is I'm very particular about the radio stations that I listen to. I listen to, to only Christian radio during that time. And so it's either K-Love or um, the Moody Bible Um, Institute based out of Chicago here and as I flipped on the radio they were talking about Jonah as the guy who got swallowed by that whale and what I didn't know I I guess I only caught like the end the tail end of this um, the segment is that Jonah got swallowed by a whale twice I didn't know that and so (laughs) I think that's what it, it, it sounded like and that when God tells you to something like the moral of the story was like, all right, he said the same thing to Jonah twice, or maybe he said the same thing to Jonah. And then the second time he got eaten by the whale. Like I I only caught the tail end of the story, but for me, it was just like, he said, he'll, he's not gonna, if he didn't change what he's, he being God, if he didn't change what he was saying to Jonah, he's not going to change it for you and I was like oh so then I was sitting there thinking and I swear to you all of a sudden it was just like women of strength like it it came back into my brain it was very very clear as day and I thought all right (laughs) now what like I I now what like seriously like now what and um that's that's how I can tell you like revelations just they come like that and what you will learn is that God helps people who help themselves and sometimes you're going to have great insight and great gumption and great gusto to start something and you will either become discouraged and stop it or you will take a little bit of either a sidestep or a detour because there's other information that you need to learn knowledge or wisdom, you know, experience that you need to, that you need to garnish in order to be able to move forward. And I still don't know, like, if that is what applies to me or not, or if I just freaking chickened out or whatever. But, you know, as of this morning, I got the green light to, to go ahead with women of strength. And so I don't know how this podcast is going to change if it's you know going to have a more feminine flair to it I want those of you who have been following loyally on this podcast I I want to thank you for being here what I don't want to have happen is all of a sudden like you come on one day and again I don't know if this is even going to happen I'm just telling you as you know the creator of this podcast I want you to hear everything from me first is that it's going to change somehow it may not be that big of a deal being that we've already talked about God on this podcast in the past as well as health and fitness as well as all different aspects of you know championing your goals and and elevating yourself so it may maybe it's just the the mental transference in my own head which makes it seem like it's such a big flipping deal I have no idea But I do know that we will be having guests on this podcast moving forward. I do know that the first several will probably be female, um, but not coming from an angle of female power, but from a place of of love and groundedness and that, that method of elevation. And so 
that's all I have for you for today. Just like, <laughs> you know, get ready for, for your next reveal. And I think the biggest thing, if I can give you words of wisdom, is that it's okay to put down what you've been holding on to for so long. Does that make sense? Especially when God is asking you to do it. You know, there's a there's a cartoon or it's a meme that you can, you know, just do a quick uh, engine search on. And it's a picture of a little girl and Jesus. And the little girl is holding this tiny little teddy bear. And then Jesus behind his back, he's holding this like humongous teddy bear and the little girl doesn't want to give this like you you just look at this by um reading this little cartoon and it's a little girl and she says but Jesus I love it and she's not wanting to give up this tiny little teddy bear but what she can't see is behind Jesus back is this like you know huge like life-size teddy bear and so all I'm going to tell you is that whether or not you have faith backing you or you know you have you know God is in your life or or is not, there's always going to come a point where change is requisite. And for you to truly maximize and go to, this could be the next level for you. This could be achieve a goal. This could be pursuing a passion. I mean, however you want to verbalize this in your, your own, you know, language, whatever makes sense to you, is that many times you're going to be asked to put down something so that you can move so that you can pick up something else just like when you go shopping like you you only have so much in your arms before you get you have to put it down you have to put something down at the counter and have them wait you know hold it for you or you have to get a cart or a basket or something to hold the stuff for you because it's too much for you to carry it can be the same thing even if you have greatness in your hands sometimes god's gonna you know make you take a right angle turn and go in a completely different place but you can't bring the same people with you or you can't bring the tools with you it's going to require a brand new version of yourself to show up and you have to place yourself in his hands and trust that whatever the next freaking storm is going to be is that he is going to get you to the next destination and he's going to help you get there it's just relinquishing that control and that tight grip that you have on the situation to let God do what God is going to do and let yourself be in flow with the person that you were designed to be How's that? Does that make sense? So I'm going to keep you posted. All right. So we're signing off here. I think this is the last day of November, actually, of 2018. So we're, tomorrow's December. We're going to rock this shit out. Excuse my language. <laughs> and we'll be back to you. All right. So everybody, make it a great day. Thank you again for joining us. And we will talk to you soon. Peace out, yo. Bye-bye.